As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Is it too late now to say sorry? Cause I'm missing more than just your body. It's not too late for DK Metcalf to shit his pants. Welcome to a Bailey Zappi edition of Sorry We Love Football, the only show that actively hates the sport that it covers. I'm your host and Eagles fan, Daniel Hardigan. Say it with me now, juggernaut. You guys want to say, say the, it? I'll say the not part. 4-0, baby. <laughs> Keep it rolling. Uh, hey, that's Chiefs fan Danny Solomon. Danny, how'd it feel to take a huge shit on Tampa Bay's face? It feels great. I, I'm so happy for Giselle that she got to do it all these years. Uh, <laughs> what a what a feeling to beat Tom, to have him make that sad face, probably threw some tablets while we weren't looking. And now the media is giving us a big hug. That's the best part of winning. The media loves you. You're like Marilyn. And speaking of the opposite of winning, we got Washington Commanders fan Jamel Johnson. Jamel, on a positive yeah. note, those all-black Commanders jerseys were kind of nice right you know i didn't watch a second of the game mm-hmm. i actually i went down to 8th street the site of where brian robinson got shot and painted a washington mystics mural instead of watching the game my god uh joining the show today we have a comedian who's our real life former boss he had a boz cut when he was in fourth grade and now he's got the hassleback cut a true yeah. lifelong seahawks fan we got kip madsen on the show what's up kip Thanks, guys. I'm wearing the '80s sad Seahawk hat. The uh, before they were good, they uh, then they changed. They got had like an angry, cool Seahawk now. Now they're playing pretty well. Well, you might want to get like a kind of a neutral Seahawks hat because he's not sad. He shouldn't be happy, but maybe like a just kind of a, a quizzical halfway sort of look. <laughs> there, hey man, are you have you had a Seahawks fan on here before? I don't we had Doug. So. Oh, we had I, we had Doug. Um, we had hands. Yeah. It's uh yeah, it's an interesting place. It's like um it's kind of like, you know how they say the Danish people are the happiest people in the world. They just have really low expectations. So anything <laughs> that's even kind of good, they just go insane. It's like the Mariners uh are back. They were the worst, they were the longest streak of not being in the playoffs in all the major sports, right? <laughs> and uh then they clinched the last wild card spot and did the whole champagne thing in the locker room. <laughs> Nobody expects them to do anything. When the Seahawks were in the Super Bowl, I couldn't believe it. They <laughs> lost that Super Bowl, and I was like, I can't believe they're they're in this game everybody watches. I remember when they made a video game in the 90s about Ken Griffey Jr.'s winning run, oh, and yeah. it was like because they yeah. won one playoff game. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like they won so, the World Series. Yeah, so man, when two, I'm psyched. I thought it was going to be like, I thought this was going to be one of those teams where they don't even switch to the game on the Red Zone channel. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they're showing us on the Red Zone channel even. So, Kip, I have a yeah. couple questions for you. Right? Yeah, sure, sure. If Russell Wilson is on the Seahawks right now, probably still 2-2, two and two, right? Uh, you think it's different? No, I don't know, man. I don't know. I bet it's probably about the same. It's nice to see him um, not doing that great, though. Not great I mean, at all. The record's probably better, but he's not looking that good, Russell. The record's not better. Not at all. 
And his stats aren't better. No. Let Geno no, cook. His, Geno his Smith. Outfits, his outfits after the game are probably better. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't that. know where he's going after the game. Someplace better? Something more important than the game? Church. A K-pop concert? Maybe? Yeah, it seems like. Doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Because the game was so long, I couldn't wait to get in the shower. Get my body wash on. Get dressed <laughs> up with my sun hat. Shiny salmon. <laughs> so, okay, here's a mascot yeah. pitch for you. It's not yeah. sad. It's not angry, but it's old, maybe. Pete Carroll's 71 years old, Kip. Yeah. How yeah. long can this guy coach sure. the team? <laughs> oh, at least 20 more years. <laughs> Biden the, did announce he's going to yeah. run again today. Oh, so there we go. There's hope for the elderly. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Carroll's still got it, man. He knows he what he's doing. He seems younger than half the other yeah. coaches in the league. He gets younger every year. <laughs> well, it's the it's the truther thing that keeps your blood boiling and therefore mm. young. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Stay alive till those documents get unsealed. Yeah, it's hard to be upset at the guys when they're on your team, though, aren't they? Even if they're doing crazy shit. Of course. Yeah, I know. Um, And he's had some of that happen to him. DK Metcalf carted off the field in fourth quarter. That was great. Not because of an injury, but because he had to take a shit. I think he's a pioneer. He's a trailblazer. Yeah, agreed. More people are going to start doing this. Did you know he was doing that, or were you worried? Did he keep everybody in suspense? No, they, the announcers had no idea. <laughs> they, were, they were very surprised that he was being carted off the field to take a dump. That is, that, I'm surprised that doesn't happen more. They should use that cart for more good things. Remember when? Do you guys remember when uh, at Cal Marshawn Lynch stole the cart? Oh yeah, remember, you remember well, that? Of course. Joy, he was joy joy riding the cart around. Yeah, that was the best. No, you're right though, because the cart's so ominous. Anytime it comes yeah. out, it's just like a darkness falls yeah, your over the stadium. Over. Yeah, or you, or you never walk again, <laughs> or you've just got a big dump that you can't keep yeah, pitched yeah. up yeah. by the time you get to the yeah. locker room. <laughs> yeah, it could be Did any one of those up? things. It's like it's like when you see a phone number that's an LA number, and you think this could either be all my dreams come true or somebody calling yeah. about the councilman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know how they found out, Jamel? He was mic'd up. <laughs> Not shy. Did he, yeah. did he come out with like slightly different color pants? Did he have to fully change the pants? I don't know. We got to check that out. We got to investigate. Yeah, go frame um, by frame. So <laughs> as we record this, the Niners and Rams are playing on Monday Night Football. Two of Kip's interdivisional rivals. Which yeah. team do you hate more? Or do you just want to tie? Do you want zero success for either of these oh. clubs? No, well, I lived, I've lived in L.A. now longer than I lived in Seattle. So I've kind of, they're growing on me a little bit. But 49ers, I will hate forever. Yeah. No matter what, even if I moved there and became my home, I think I would still hate them forever. <laughs> here, here. Uh, hey, let's get into it. Let's start by talking about what we hated about watching football this week. That's how we begin every show. Danny, you want to kick us off? What did you hate about watching football this week? Sure. I've been annoyed lately by the sports social media algorithm. Okay. Uh, you know, because what I like to do is I like to check in on other teams' beat writers the week that we're playing them to get the inside story. You know, who's limited in practice, coaching tidbits. He yelled at this guy, the matchups, the good shit. That's what I like during the week. It assuages me. But here's the thing. After we play that team, the algorithm still keeps putting this guy in my feed as if I fucking care anymore. 
We're done here, sister. Hit the bricks. <laughs> we both got what we needed out of this. This transaction is complete. Unless I see you in the playoffs, which I will not. Colts reporter guy. So <laughs> really no reason to see your fucking tweets. I don't need your tweets about your players' stupid charity event. You mean nothing to me anymore. Uh, so yeah, stop showing me the shit, Twitter. It is fun that the the beat writers became were once like the guys with you know, the fedoras on in, in the in the locker room, getting up in people's faces. And now they got to send memes out every Sunday. Oh, yeah. That's their job. With a cigar in his turned... mouth on the old on the old typewriter. <laughs> exactly. That's Knocking how I picture the beat writer. Those guys meant something. And now these guys are just sitting on the toilet launching fucking pre, pre-loaded memes. <laughs> My goodness. How the mighty have fallen. Danny, didn't sports writer seem like an honorable position at one point? Oh, I'd still take it at any moment. <laughs> yeah, you know, and then it goes to the fear and loathing stuff where you have, you know, let's take drugs and go report on the game. And now it's, I don't know what it is anymore. And yeah, I guess these guys are closer in proximity to the team, but they have no more access than you or I do for the most part. It's a no, goddamn just- shame. Walter Cronkite rolling in his grave right now. Do you have anybody in, in specific that you're thinking of, Dan? Is there one guy? Oh, really sure. Yeah. You? The Colts guy. I think his name is like Stephen Holder. I mean, I, you know, I'm not trying to name check. It's a bit for the most part. <laughs> I'm not trying to get this guy canceled. I know our, our army of listeners is the quickest <laughs> out there to try to take someone down. But just Let me look keep this yourselves at bay. Is this PH or VE? I think it's a PH. PH. Okay. Is he funny? Right. No, I, he's one of the basic ones. You know, the, there's uh, there is a, a a real epidemic of unfunniness in the sports writing community, just a, almost across the board. You only really get one funny guy on your beat, and you hold to that guy tight. I already off top. His tweets got too many words in them. I don't need fucking two paragraphs from you, dog. Again, don't dox this guy. <laughs> we don't ha- have any use for him anymore. The Colts aren't going to play the, any of our teams, so leave him alone. Uh, Kip, what'd you hate about watching football this week? Oh, um, you know, I've ne- and I've never liked this. So you guys probably heard me talk about this before, but I don't like it when games come down to kickers. There were a lot of them that kind of came down to kickers, record-setting uh, field goals. Do not give a shit. Uh, that guy is playing a different sport. There shouldn't be kickers. <laughs> Unpopular opinion, but the game would be much better if there was no kickers. The guy, it's like uh, no, no other sport is there. Just some guy that's playing a different sport on your team. <laughs> I'm convinced they're only there because the so that the name still makes sense of the sport, football. Is he on a team with the punter? Are you? Oh, the kicker. If the special teams, if you're going to kick field goals or if you're going to punt, you will have had to play in like five of the last six downs or something. (laughs) Oh, I like that rule. No, something like that. Or like instead of field goals, like I'd take anything. You could do like some sort of like a quarterback tries to throw the ball and hit a target. You know, you could do some two fans come down and uh, try to tackle each other (laughs) like a. Like a uh, two, like you send your two best dancers out and they dance it off with Dean Blandino judges it or something. <laughs> and you're you saying imagine? anything. Don't need the kickers. Don't need them. 
What do they do? They don't even practice, do they? Do they go to different practices? I, I saw on one a, thing where they just golf all day. Yeah, they're on a different side of the field. They yeah. have a net that they practice with. You know how a net <laughs> in football goes together? I know. No, you don't need them. Think about it. Not necessary. I'm still stuck. I'm thinking about those fan battle tickets registering. Right? Like imagine Anything. that being on your ticket. Like, yeah, I might, hey, I might get in the game today. Yeah, <laughs> right. Do you do it for your play. team? <laughs> I and there's you know there's willing fans on ev- in every yeah. fan base who would sacrifice their bodies for their team. That's just, better than kicking. Yeah. Just whenever that meeting, when do they have that meeting where they change the rules every year? The, <laughs> oh yeah. Whatever. Just some talk summit. About it. Just think about getting rid of kickers in the sport, in the entire sport. <laughs> Going all the way oh. back to peewee. Here's my one worry with this is the game would get slightly less funny. The funniest plays involve kicking. That's true. Yeah. I mean, they, they fuck over entire stadiums worth of people and their team loses when they don't deserve to lose these guys, butt punt. <laughs> That's why uh, they're keeping them around for the comic relief. All right. Maybe. All right. All right. It's like right. the only angle an argument. That's a good argument. It's a pretty everyone good argument. Everyone else on the team hates them. The fans hate everyone hates them. They're there to hate. Remember when but that guy But then you could have the DJ DK Metcalf will step up and take a shit in the middle of the game, you know? <laughs> That's true. He's trying his best. Somebody'll step up and take the place of the kickers. <laughs> Sorry kickers. Sorry. Best uh, dump dude. wins the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think of a kicker's name. I would. I love the idea yeah. of like Carl Cheffers in the wind in in the booth looking at at shit sizes, like checking the diameter on Dude. two pieces of shit. Yeah, yeah. And we're saying this has, name, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, the only kicker I can ever name is Martin Gramatica. I think they're all Martin yeah. Gramatica. Yeah, like every team has Martin Gramatica. He broke Martin his Martin Gramatica elevator. has the best. Uh, blooper of all time doesn't he one of the best ones ever did yeah he tore his acl in front of the nation yeah you're right blooper shows wouldn't exist nfl and usfl bloopers vhs's wouldn't exist without half of them are just kickers whiffing or the ball bouncing funny (laughs) because they squid kicked it (laughs) and like they're making little zip noises (laughs) they always work yeah they always work yeah poking Uh, a hole in my poking a hole in it over there I don't want to. I don't like kickers either. I've just. And the whole team. These guys play the whole game. Just, but just busting their ass, bleeding all game. And then at the very, very end, when it comes out of it, they're just standing on the sideline, just watching this little guy that they don't even, probably don't even know his name, (laughs) deciding the outcome of the game. And they're all holding hands and praying and stuff. They know his name. What's happening? We know their names. Most right, of them. brainstorm. 80%. I mean, just just at the rules thing, at the rules committee or whatever you do, just just have a brainstorm sesh, a seshwan. Just think about some other things where you could add that extra point, or just no extra points, and the field goal or some other way to score. You know, like a rock and jock. What would rock and jock do? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> what would Coach Bill Bellamy do? Hmm. <laughs> I it's think worth a conversation. <laughs> oh, the bricklayers do right in a situation like this. The violators. Is that what the teams were called? Sorry, I think ahead. so. Jamel, what'd you hate about watching football this week? Uh, I hate that I can't gamble on football like in real time. I hate that there's a uh, 
Like there's even a, a four or five second delay. Like I should be able to make decisions until the ball is kicked, man. That's the future. That's the future. And that's where I need to be, man. If I want to lose $30 on a dumbass bet, allow me to do that. And I and want- also with fantasy, you know, like I can't like, I don't want to get into it, but I, I might've had a feeling that somebody in the Thursday night game was going to die. And it hit me right before kickoff. And I was like, I got to get Jared Goff in. I picked him <laughs> up off waivers this week for this. The waivers is Wednesday. The game is fucking Thursday because Jeff Bezos has to ruin my week and put a game <laughs> on Thursday. So now I'm at dinner. I got to fucking whip this shit out. I'm trying to do it. And I did it before they kicked the ball. And then the ESPN fantasy app is like, yeah, you're good to go, man. We'll do it. And then unnamed dead quarterback has a good drive. And I'm like, fuck, I'm an idiot. Then I look at my phone and they were like, psych, we didn't accept your lineup change anyway. Mm. He's still in the game. Now look is at this- me with my ass out. <laughs> are you are you fantasy or are you gambling too? Are you playing with money? Well, I'm doing both, man. I'm 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 shaking all types of dice. I You'd think like we all to are. bet on every single play of the game. I would love to. That would be perfect. If yeah, I could, somebody bet, could if I yeah, the odds on a power toss. Yeah. Plus Kip, 3000. I think, I think you just hit on something, Kip. Uh is this fantasy or is this are you betting real money? Fantasy <laughs> is real yeah. money. Yeah. It, it, the name makes you think that this is all That's pretend, true. but I'm yeah, like always coins. losing money. Like you're I'm right. losing gold right. coins, like Spanish right. doubloons are falling out of my pockets. <laughs> no, it's you're my not, money. You're not losing every day. You're losing, unless you play daily fantasy, but you're not losing every day. You're just getting, you're riding the roller coaster towards a loss yeah, that right. will happen yeah. at the yeah. end of the season. I forgot about that, that I put the money up at the beginning. Or maybe this year I was one of those guys that didn't put the money up and they'll have to beg them and say oh, yeah. you're not going to get in the playoffs if you don't give this money. And I'll be like, my team sucked anyway. Yeah. <laughs> What's the cutoff for those guys? It's now we're the yeah, end of week be, four yeah, is upon us. Week five. Be coming up. Yeah. It's like the rent is due. <laughs> like yeah, people are a, coming around, knocking the, on you're doors. Right, yeah, you're right. Come on, it's man. In the eve, starting to show up in the emails more. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Several of you haven't paid me. Exactly eight of you haven't paid me. Here's your name. <laughs> people haven't paid me. It's tough being a commissioner. Oh, yeah. Who's the commissioner here? Anybody? I am. I would never do that. It's tough. That is a tough job. And they don't pay you more, do they? Nobody pays me anything. It's just like Hollywood. (laughs) Fuck, man. (laughs) You could be the best ever commissioner. Wouldn't matter. I would love if a commissioner came out of the new next NFL commissioner was won some sort of a commissioner contest in fantasy. The commissioner's cup? Great. There's another commissioner's cup. Run the NFL. <laughs> yeah. Set your Rules committee. <laughs> the summer meetings or whatever they call them. I like it's like uh, Stump the Schwab. If you can beat Roger Goodell at a fantasy football season, yeah. you should yeah. be commissioner. <laughs> but but you should have Stump to do the Schwab. You should have to do fantasy commissioner things like solve like a you know a, a player's dispute or yeah. uh, you know yeah. or or put out a really bad PR fire. Right. Right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's yeah. fun. And you're so if you're commissioner in your league, you are in charge of all of this bullshit. And you have to what zoom in everybody, or do you write an email like a newsletter every week? How does this commission this ultra fantasy commissioner work? 
it's you know it, it, it's it's like a choose your own adventure every week there's you know there's different scenarios if you deal with them the best you get bumped up in the fantasy rankings my uh my friend has he's the commissioner uh, and he has a podcast every week where it's just about their fantasy league and the only mm-hmm. people that listen are their fantasy players so i think that's how he gets the word out of all the commissioner moves <laughs> It's like Wes, he makes a segment out of it or something, and people listen to it. Well, That's it actually turns cute out. as fuck. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, I like it that. I, well, I listened to it the other day. It was not bad, and I wasn't even in the league. It's not even my league. Sounds adorable. Well. Um, quickly, what I hated about watching football this week: NFL game Dan, day. What did you live. hate about Dan? What about you? What did you hate about uh, watching football this week? <laughs> I hated NFL game day live on NFL Network. Huh. This is what they play on NFL Network during the Sunday games. And I'll explain to you why I had to watch that. So I had the nightmare travel day football experience where your team is playing, but you're flying. Mm -hmm. There's nothing you can do about it. I don't know why I booked this during my team's game. I booked it months ago. You're not even thinking. It's cheap. All the other guys are on the same flight. I went to Austin, Texas this past weekend to meet up with some old college friends. We went to the Texas-West Virginia game. Great experience. But watching football while flying, it's awful. Every airline has its own pros and cons. I was on Southwest this time. The internet, when you purchase it, doesn't work for shit. I should know. I bought it. Oh, you're trying to watch the game on the plane, huh? Yeah. So my illegal streams and Sunday ticket app are out. Not going to happen. That leaves you with the Southwest live TV option, which actually works pretty well. The only problem is you only get CBS, Fox, and NFL Network. And the only games that they're playing are on CBS, which is Jets, Steelers, and Fox, Giants, Bears. You got to be fucking kidding me. These are the only games. (laughs) There's no ticker on the bottom either. I noticed this. I don't know if it was cut off because I was on a plane or if they're just don't do that anymore. So then you have the worst option of all, which is NFL Game Day Live on NFL Network. There is this incessant pulsating guitar playing the entire time for no reason. (laughs) Just a shitty never ending soundtrack to 30 minute year old or 30 minute old clips, old highlights from around the league. There are no score updates. There's no ticker. There's no, no no bar on the side. There are hosts and the hosts are watching the games live and reacting to them on their laptops, but they don't show you or cut in to tell you what's happening. This is their shitty red zone. This is their shitty red zone thing. It's like red zone if they never scored touchdowns and only (laughs) showed highlights that happened an hour ago. Welcome to the uh, the other side of the 50. (laughs) It's so. (laughs) I I can't. It's just show the stuff that happens between the two 40 yard lines. (laughs) All the puns that happened an hour ago. Because it's like, here's what happened in the first quarter of this game. But it's, you know, it's every, all the other games are in the fourth quarter. So if you want to experience hell, NFL game day live, I recommend flipping you to it this Sunday just to get a taste. It's the worst thing I've ever experienced during my NFL Sunday. Let's go to Baltimore. We've got a fourth and 18 punt situation developing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then they spend time on each game for like three minutes at a time, not mentioning anything else about the game, but the game footage is from like 30 minutes ago. And I don't know why this is the way they do it. And it's in a box. And then you get to see the hosts 
talking about what's currently happening. So they do update you on the score audibly. But it's not the game. You, you can't pick which game they're doing. It takes a long time between they shuffle. There's long commercial breaks. It was a nightmare. So that's what yeah. I hate about watching football this week. So how did how did the highlights come into with that game that you were watching? I was alternating between the Bears Giants stream because I thought, hey, it's an MC game. Maybe yeah. they're gonna update you yeah. about the other yeah. games. I never must have caught it at the right time. And so I just watched NFL Game Day Live and they would shuffle to the Eagles Jags like once yeah. every 15 minutes. And you would hear what the score was, but you didn't know how the fuck it happened. Yeah. You just yeah. got to see something that happened in the first quarter and you're like, cool. I guess we were down big. I, I don't know. And so then I caught up after the fact, but miserable experience would not recommend. Yeah. Maybe that's why the tickets were cheap. <laughs> Maybe. It was right in the middle of an Eagles game or something, but I guess that's uh all the early Sunday games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the game we're going to play this week in honor of Antonio, Brown, I don't know if it's an honor of Antonio Brown. But, <laughs> it's honored. Uh, no, it's an honor. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw Antonio Brown exposed himself in a pool this week. He was masturbating in front of many hotel <laughs> I not, guests. I did not see this. It's, uh, well, pull up he a was chair. Jumping. <laughs> like he, so he was naked in a pool. He was jumping up and putting his butt on hotel guests. He was masturbating in the pool. Fantastic wow. stuff. Wow. Uh, just when you thought Antonio was past it, too. You know, he has a hit song out. He really does. He's being embraced by mainstream pop culture, and he cannot help himself. So I guess in honor of Antonio Brown, we're going to ask who got exposed this week in the NFL. Danny, do you want to kick us off and maybe touch on that story? Yeah, well, I think this does touch on that story because who got exposed this week? Doctors. Doctor, What's there oh, to no. trust with these guys? All of them. Chargers doctor, Tua's doctor, J.J. Watt getting casually defibrillated and playing the next day. (laughs) Yeah. Fauci, still some questions there. All these doctors, whoever's treating Antonio Brown, who the fuck knows? It's bad. In the NFL, I feel like they're all like James Woods in any given Sunday. Just sleazy shirt unbuttoned, (laughs) slipping fentanyl to the Bosa boys in between fucking hot models in their city. Except Green Bay, obviously that doesn't exist. Even Dr. Bennett Omalu, one of the good ones, is out there getting hammered at the Oscars with pre-slap Will Smith. And you know, this isn't just an NFL thing. Really think about your doctor. Do you trust them? My gastroenterologist has been pushing a surgery for my acid reflux. At first I was like, oh, I must need that. But now I'm thinking, what's this dude's angle? What's he trying to sell me? This is a slippery slope. We can't lose trust in doctors like we have with democracy. I want to find out if my blood pressure is high or if a new mole is okay without having to worry that my doctor has stock in some blood pressure machine company or something. Doctors, you are exposed. All right. Remember you took an oath in front of two snakes and they'll bite you in hell. If you don't get your shit together. (laughs) What's yeah. uh, what's JJ Watt? Is he's what day to day with a heart attack? Yeah, he was. <laughs> I mean, what's there, going on with that guy? There's a great clip. Try to seek it out, people, of JJ Watt <laughs> at, doing a press conference after the game where he's like talking about how sad he was looking at his at his uh, uh, ultrasound for his kid, and then his ultrasound of his heart, and he was like, "It's been a rough week, man." And I really seemed like he he wanted to say, "I almost died." 
and I'm thinking about death all the time, but I just played a game and I did okay. So we're going to keep riding this way. I'm with you on the doctors, obviously covering this to a story the week before um, against the bills when he went down and then did the thing where he can't run. He just stumbled down his body collapsed. They told us it wasn't a concussion and it was a spinal cord injury, as if yeah, that's yeah. not yeah. awful. Yeah. You need a cord, for sure. Yeah. Like any so, good TV, it needs a cord. Then yeah. we all see yeah. Thursday Night Football, as we all know about concussions, or as we have all learned over the years, um, they kind of happen. And if, if you have one, you're more susceptible to another mm. um, if it happens within a, a short time span. So when he goes down and we see the, the crazy hands that he puts up. The fencing reaction. We have to. We have to yeah. assume it's uh, a continuation of the the, tra- the brain trauma you had four days before. I mean, I've never seen anybody get whipped. Yeah. It was like special effects in a movie or something. It was like he fucking got pulled out of a spaceship by f- fucking gravity or something. It was, it was actually, in terms of just pure viewer shock, it was it, close, if not all the way there with the slap itself. That was yeah. crazy, very man. shocking. I guess I kind of expected it, but also that the fingers, the scary Halloween fingers. Oh, and then good. that night they flew home to Miami <laughs> and the coach said that he and Tua sat next to each other on the flight home and watched the movie MacGruber and that Tua laughed the whole time and was just his same self. Guess his taste wasn't affected. What <laughs> the <laughs> fuck? I thought when you had the concussion, you were supposed to avoid screens and light and not maybe go into a pressurized cabin in the fucking sky. They Could you be more neglectful? Did he pass the concussion protocol again the second time? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I don't no, think he's so. good. His five doctor talked to the other. Yeah, no, he's good. Well, the one of the things was McGruber. Yeah, the test yeah. was <laughs> Well, one of the things these guys do. The Magru- did they do? Did they do the MacGruber test? For sure, they yeah. Must have yeah. The concussion test, and they did the MacGruber test. He's good. Okay, all right. But a, a real thing that happens is players learn how to pass the concussion protocol because uh, their only in- incentive is I want to uh, play because yeah. there's all this contract shit. If I don't reach my yardage or my tackles or whatever. I don't get my bonuses. So all they want to do is play. And they have found loopholes. Yeah, exactly. All their loopholes. They know how to pass those tests even Uh when they have a concussion. So Uh you have to protect the player from themselves. Every player wants to play. You can't trust what a player says. They all want fucking. We've seen every type of injury and they all will go back out there. So. Unbelievable. I guess the team doctor got fired or the unaffiliated, the unaffiliated neurosurgeon, whatever the fuck they have on the on the sidelines now, but just awful look from the NFL all around. Now what, what what's happening? He's gonna have to sit out the rest of the season or something? He's out he for should one for week a while. at least. Should he should be while. out for a while. And uh, did they finally admit that he had a concussion or no? <laughs> just, sort of like turf toe. No choice. <laughs> he tripped because he had the turf toe over there. He just keeps tripping. Uh, Kip, who got exposed in the NFL this week? Have I talked about the kickers yet? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Uh, you know, I I think the um, the 
officials that we've decided that are so fun to watch that we need to give them uh, airtime up in the booth. We need to talk to them every couple plays. You know, two of the guys' names, uh, Dean, Dean and Gene. <laughs> Who are the guys <laughs> that they always go to? And yeah. Gene Steratore. Yeah. yeah, I don't need. I don't need more refs. People don't like refs. This is another thing. We're just like I'd rather just hear uh, two fans from the opposing teams argue about what the the calls should be because they never get it right. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I don't. I don't. When I watch a game, I'm not watching it for the refs. You guys may have favorite refs and stuff. The lawyers no. <laughs> with their athleisure running around on the field. Those guys are just a bunch of lawyers running around. The <laughs> I like guys what you love rules. I like what you're saying though, because they cut up to the to the rules expert, and it doesn't affect anything on the field. The guy's like, "Yeah, they what he's wrong. The call. They he's so often right. wrong. It didn't matter." Yeah. So what are we even asking you for? His you don't opinion. affect the game. Another I wish that opinion. He, yeah. But if it, it should be like pull the audience and who wants yeah. to be a millionaire? If we agree with Gene, change send the call. A, right? Send a guy from each fan base from the stands down to the field and let him fight it out, just like with the kicking thing. Mm-hmm. Right, Jamal? Really fixing the NFL. Absolutely. Yeah. Look, man, yeah. I think yeah. it's a, it's a $200 ticket to get in the stadium. Fan you can from each yeah. team. Yeah. Yeah. Kip wants uh, huge major overhauls in the sport (laughs) of football. I do. I don't want to hear the refs. That's enough hearing the refs when they turn the little mic on. Side everybody. Um, So anyway, uh, I mean, they weren't masturbating in a pool, but they still. still, uh, (laughs) They may have. We don't know. Uh, Jamel, who who got exposed in the NFL this week? Uh, Arms in eczema medication commercials got exposed. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, for I sure. mean, whether it's whether it's Sky Rizzy <laughs> or uh, Rinvoke or uh, I mean, what, okay, wait, Rebelsis. What is Rebelsis? I think Rebelsis is a heart. Rebelsis is a heart thing. Anyway, uh, the style of these ads, you've all seen them. This, it, I, where they put them in the ad break. It's exactly where you tune out or go grab a beer. Mm-hmm. But if you happen to be sitting down, you know you've seen it. It's like people outdoors. It's like a guy surfing or someone's on a bike and their arms are out and they're very happy about it. It seems <laughs> like they've been uh, wearing turtlenecks for a long time. But now <laughs> that their eczema has chilled out due to this um, extremely harmful medication. Uh, well, special shout out to uh, Renvoke. The, uh, there's one... I've never seen this before in an eczema ad. They have a white woman who appears to be in her possibly late 30s, early 40s, dressed like she just got done with a PTA meeting, summertime, DJing. (laughs) DJing at a bar and getting into it. She's like jumping up and down. She's getting the crowd excited. She's twisting knobs. And she just gave her kids orange slices and then came and fucking started spinning, started spinning at idle hour. (laughs) It's the most insane thing I've ever seen on TV. And they absolutely need to calm down with that. A lot of, yeah, a lot of commercial time in those football games. What is it like 99% commercials or something? An NFL game, a 1% game or something? Well, I think that's why Danny and I do the same thing, are constantly 
refreshing our Twitter feeds or mm-hmm. looking at our phones during the game because there's so much downtime. Yeah. Yeah. So then, lo and behold, you have this cold speed writer back in your feed. It's either that or you look up at the the, the prescription yeah. medication yeah, yeah. commercial. Those yeah. are your options. Yeah. <laughs> or you go choke down another piece of meat. You got three options. You're eating <laughs> a bunch of food. You're getting sold medication to help you with the food. Yeah. Yeah. Or you're keep eating it, a... keep eating that shit or you won't need this medication. <laughs> um, <laughs> so who I think got exposed this week in the NFL. Oh, Dan, hey, J- Dan Hardigan. What Please. about you? Who do you think got exposed this week? <laughs> I'm glad you asked, Kip. Yeah. Because I'm I interested. A bad answer. It's John Harbaugh. <laughs> huh? John Harbaugh, mm. you were exposed. The Ravens should be 4-0. His team's blown two big leads both in the second half of games, both at home. I think the coaching has doomed them. There's questionable decision-making. I don't want to go through every single one. But the main reason I think this is because regarding this Tua situation, Harbaugh came out. I don't know if you guys saw this press conference he had. He called it a special press conference. And he came out and he acted like Nancy Pelosi, kneeling in the Kenty cloth, holier <laughs> oh, than thou. And he was just like, I would never... I would never send out a quarterback or a player in harm's way. This is beyond football. This is malpractice. As if he hadn't sent Joe Flacco out to die (laughs) days after he suffered a very similar concussion years before. We all have the clip. I could send it to all you guys right now. Joe Flacco is just as dead as Tua, and he played the next week. So fuck off, John Harbaugh. Who's the... Who's the team doctor's boss? Because I bet on a lot of teams, it's just the head coach. <laughs> the coach? Like, I don't think right. he's, coach. Good. he's good, right? He's good. The coach isn't in the uh, <laughs> business chain of command, I you don't know? think. Unless I, he's got think? a lot of power. It's either the coach or it's Dr. Mario. Maybe it's just maybe Dr. That, Mario. <laughs> maybe that's why all the coaches want to be the head of football operations, because then they have the team doctor under them <laughs> somehow. Well, you know... You can get at least anytime you need some treatment, you need something looked at, you need, you know, somebody to do something a little discreet on the side, maybe remove yeah. a bullet. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. You got a I team know. doctor under sure. your payroll. Yeah. Yeah. These right. backdoor team doctor dealings have got to be some of the most interesting and shady shit that can possibly happen with people's lives hanging at stake. Yeah. yeah. And it's a coach and a doctor, two people who have nothing in common with each other. They, Ooh, they should a guy with a whistle and a guy with a stethoscope just staring at each other. We might need to cut this, but uh, <laughs> we should probably write a movie about being like the team doctor of the Atlanta Falcons in like 1983. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know great. what I'm saying? Yeah, that would be when great. When opiates oh. first started cracking? Yeah. 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 That's yeah. cinema. Kip. Just guys playing with broken and le- arms and legs. Still oh, yeah. They're playing. <laughs> Completely broke backwards. I, I thought you meant the doctors were playing with like loose arms and legs like a child. That's what I heard oh, no. for a second there. No. I was like, these no, guys are serial killers. Don't you just remember oh, when yeah. any any lineman that would line up, they'd have four of their fingers would be bent the wrong way? Mm. Yeah. Those are the but days. I see what you're saying now as well, Danny. Uh, also, the serial killer angle where they just put these guys under the gas and then they're playing with their super hulk bodies has their unconscious that's the movie that's the movie an insane football doctor team doctor he is a madman he starts creating frankensteins out of all these different (laughs) players and the coaches just turn Mm. the other cheek they look the other way because the player is too good 
Yeah. But then That's our first the, time in the divisional round. But obviously that creation goes evil. We have a Hellraiser 3 style brutal <laughs> melee of the entire stadium or at yeah. least the, uh, yeah. the his team and yeah. the the other team on the field. And now uh, It's coming together, you know, baby. All right. Uh, maybe that's the part 2. You Let's know. cut this for sure. Make sure that yeah, nobody that. gets cut their hands part. on our it's IP. too precious. <laughs> we will be cutting this. If yeah, you're hearing you this, delete it from your stream. Please. <laughs> you're not allowed to listen to this. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Kit Madsen, tell uh, us where we can find you the rest of the season and give us a Seahawks prediction. Oh, there's to, a, uh, uh, the Seahawks up. are coming down here to lose to the Rams later in like October. <laughs> so I'll be there. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, have you guys been to the new stadium? Not yet. No, I haven't been. been reading I have. some, I've been yes. reading some reviews. Uh, they are uh, apparently it takes four hours to get out of the parking lot after the game's over. So I don't know. Maybe I'll do like a car with a bike thing. Or <laughs> I park like a, a mile away and then ride my bike right. in or something. Get a hotel leave room, the, leave you the bike at the hotel room and yeah, then you sleep like there. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say leave in the second quarter. Yeah, sure. If it's going to take three hours, then You're you get might there. get out of there. But on don't time. go. Yeah, get there. Get there at the end of the first and leave at the start of the second quarter. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, right. Kip, promote yeah, something. Late. And then we got to uh, say the, goodbye. The one star podcast in which um, we uh, review the worst reviewers on the internet. <laughs> okay. It's called it's the great. one star podcast without Scott and Jeff. The kids are calling it Tosp Wasage. And uh, guys, so come, yeah, come on, guys. You guys can come on. Danny came on already. Crush. Oh, you nice. guys, I've, I've turned to go through your agents and they say it's a. Uh, that you're uh, you're demanding too much money to come on the oh, podcast. Oh yeah, you just got to go straight to us. Just shoot me a text. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, that's talk to my yeah, agent. My, my agent's right. kind of crazy. Okay, <laughs> okay, good. Guys, Kip, thanks again. See you on the other go side. Go Hawks. Hey guys, a little brief pause to say that today's episode of Sorry We Love Football is brought to you by Sports Drink. It's your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created, I mean a couple of years, not really new, but it's a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team and our favorite team, to be honest. A rising tide lifts all boats. So go check them out online or on social, sportsdrink.org, or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sports drink, but without any vowels, right? So S-P-R-T-S-D-R-N-K, sports drink, that's where they are on Instagram. It's a new brand. They're pulling this show up. If you like this show, you like sports drink, get at it. That's the ad read. All right, coming back on the other side of the break. Week four action. Jamel won the week. Hmm. Moi. 10, possibly 11 correct uh, predictions, or I guess, what do we call those? Are they picks or predictions? It's it's picks, dude. We predicted picks and picked it. Well, we're still in the middle of the Niners-Rams game right now, so we don't know the outcome, but we all picked the Rams on the show last week, so it won't affect the outcome of our overall standings. Right now, Danny's still ahead, 36-27. and I lost a little bit of ground, 34 and 29, just two behind. Jamel, Should have been more. Jamel mm-hmm. made some ground at 28 and 35. Uh, 
Week five. Let's get into it. Or do you have anything on the picks of last week, Danny? No, I mean, I, I just wanted to reiterate that I emotionally picked the Bucks to protect right. myself, and that is the reason why I'm not up even more in these standings. It hurts. It hurts because I believe in my team, and they proved me incorrect. You did the right it, thing, dude. I it, think if you want the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl, you have to keep doing this. Yes, You're right. Negativity has fueled most of the Chiefs' recent success. So I have to keep it up. Week five slate Thursday night football, AFC West versus AFC South. Colts at Broncos. Dangerous versus Maddie Lice. Battle of the Horses. Which coach gets fired first? It's a real toughie, actually. I mean, On the one hand, Frank Reich, such a big get coming in. Your Mm -hmm. pal. Oh, yeah. Helps you win the Super Bowl. uh, And then, you know, has a a decent season or two. Everybody is super hard for this guy. Falls off a cliff. On the other hand, you've got Nathaniel Hackett, who has proven since the first moment that he stepped on the field that he sucks out loud. Can't hack it. Legit. I mean, your name can't be Hackett and you suck. You have to hack it. You gotta hack it. Read Hatchet. Hack it. Plus, on the other... uh, Well, yeah, because on top of this, Javante Williams out for the season. Horrible news for my fantasy team. Although, maybe a blessing in disguise since he wasn't doing dick. And uh, on the other hand, the Colts might not have Jonathan Taylor-ish. Possible? Maybe? Uh, Let's just say... Somehow... Dangerous gets his Popeye fuel from his dangerous sandwich and wins this game. Uh, I'm picking the Colts because football doesn't make sense. No argument there, but I'm picking the Broncos. Uh, Sunday, NFL London, Giants at Packers, Master Rogers versus the Jonestown Massacre. Did you guys see last week God Save the King was performed for the first time? (laughs) <laughs> the first ever rendition in like 80 years or whatever of God Save the King. They changed the lyrics for when it's a king. And so the whole Tottenham Stadium sung in unison, even the American fans. It was a beautiful thing. I don't think we're, we've we really uh, fully realized what this means. I think dudes are back. That's true. Yeah, we king, had a long reign. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> long ass reign. Under a woman's thumb. And now finally we can relax. We got a king now. We can man spread on the subway. Man. We can can enjoy the movie Blonde. Despite its horrible exploitation of Marilyn Monroe. This is a good time to be a man. You're right, Dan. Uh, True or false? Saquon Barkley, best running back in the NFL. Uh, False. That has to be followed up, yeah, with something. Nick Chubb. Oh, mm, sure. Okay. Right. That's a good yeah. argument. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I'm I'm going with Chubbsky, but, I mean, he's not far behind. He's probably better at catching passes than Chubbs. Right? Aaron, Rod- Aaron Rodgers on the streets of London. Do you see any Jack the Ripper parallels going on here? <laughs> Do you think he's going to walk oh, around dude. at 4 a.m., pick up on some, you know, just unsuspecting, lowly, 
drunkard and just massacre them Jeffrey Dahmer style. I mean, I don't know what Rogers is going to be up to. <laughs> Dude, he's going to be at a rave. Win or loss, we're going to catch him at a rave 4 a.m. deep into a K-hole. If only the real king, the true king, Daniel Dimes was playing in this game, but it seems like it's at least up in the air, mm-hmm. most likely Tyrod Taylor. And I, I mean, the Packers are three and one based on an unbelievable run of luck that has included Bailey Zappi almost outdueling the guy. The Packers are not good, but yet they're going to win this game. Yeah, I got the Packers as well. You know what? I, I came on the show and swore I'd never pick the Vikings. And then I picked the Vikings because the game was in London. And I think I got to stay with it and go Giants. It's mm-hmm. London. So things, once again, football doesn't make sense. London makes the least sense going Giants. When you're past what? the prime meridian, yeah. when you're on Greenwich Mean Time, things get a little wacky. You're right, Jamel. What's a king to a god? What's a king to a giant? What's a packer to a... I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. I got the Packers. Uh, Okay, Steelers at Bills, 10 a.m. Sunday. We got all-in Allen versus Kenny Pick 6. The Kenny Pickett era has begun. True or false, Mike Tomlin's first career losing season is actually going to happen this year. Oh, yeah, it's happening. Yep, and he'll probably get fired for... No reason. <laughs> he should not get fired because I think that I think we will enjoy watching Kenny Pickett, but you know, first real start in a career. I think Nathaniel Hackett can't hack it, but Kenny Pickett can pick it as mm. in throw picks. Bills. Hey, he was ten of thirteen last game, three interceptions. So none of his balls hit the ground. All th- throws a very catchable pass, apparently. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I got the Bills as well. Come on. I mean, anything on this Bills comeback against the Ravens, or is that more an indictment on the Ravens coaching and defense? Yeah, they fell apart. That was brutal because I was really enjoying my Ravens pick in those first three quarters. I was having a good time, hoping the Bills would kind of get buried, secure us the one seed, and then... Just an epic failure on Lamar Jackson's part to capitalize 20 points and just kind of sat around, did absolutely nothing after that. It was very disappointing. It was rough. Um, yeah, Bill showed some heart, showed some fight. So we all got the Bills in that game. Uh, Chargers at Browns. Herbie fully loaded versus Jacoby Brisket. I got the Chargers in this game. Oof, it's actually tougher than I wanted to be in my mind but yeah bolts for butts this this game could be a nick chubb super game could be just a god mode three touchdowns 200 yards kind of nick chubb game that does come every now and again it's in cleveland they're flagellating themselves finally they're upset at themselves these browns fans but it's just because their team is losing these close games uh but yeah, I mean the Chargers. I just I had to throw in a little bit of commentary before we all said Chargers. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate you. Uh, one sentence game: Texans at Jags. Big Neck versus Goldilocks. The Jags showed some fight, then they fell apart and gave up twenty nine straight points on the road to the Eagles. But I still think there's something there. 
which is why I'm picking the Texans because football makes no sense. Let's yeah. go. Well, sir, you've dropped your W and I'm so happy to pick it up and grab these Jags. Yeah, this is for AFC South domination. Jags. Quickly moving on. Bears at Vikings. Soldier Fields versus Perp Cousins. You could make the argument the Vikings coming back across the pond to play a sizzling hot two and two Bears team. Sizzling, not quite sizzling. Just a room temperature Bears team that cannot throw the football. Uh, all right, it's the Vikings. This slate sucks so far. We need a good game. Uh, yeah, I don't see one. <laughs> I don't see a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. Looking down this this entire schedule, nothing really oh, pops man. out. But uh, definitely not this one. The Vikings are going to win this game, even though Perp Cousins will disappoint me severely as my, unfortunately, my fantasy quarterback. I've made a lot of bad decisions in fantasy. You'll hear them from time to time. Just me lamenting being oh and whatever because I have not won a game and will not for the foreseeable future. Fuck you, Perp Cousins. <laughs> Just fuck you, man. You one touchdown thrown motherfucker. I'm I'm picking the Vikings again because I mean what's the point? Vikings three and one in the yeah. mix for that division. Still, I know they had that week two embarrassment, but they are right on track. Honestly, that's where they should be. I'd think they'd be three and one after four weeks. They um, got the tiebreaker too against the uh, the Pac Man. They Pac-Man. do. Um, okay, the Patriots head to Detroit. Or excuse me, the Lions head to New England. Uh, Zappuccino versus Goffle. Battle of the strengths. Lions have the best offense. Patriots have the best defense. Who you like? Take your awful pick. Lions, please. Whoa. Yeah, I also agree with that. But then, you know, we keep picking the fucking Lions on we this do. show. And they're one and three. Yeah, I know. And, and, you know, Zappy was fine he was not good but he was you know deer in headlights out there he didn't know he was going in the game he thought he was protected by the shroud of brian hoyer and he had to go right in there completely nude and then in the second half ended up showing out a bit and almost beating aaron i mean it's crazy the patriots defense knows what to do against shitty quarterbacks and is jared goff not a shitty quarterback i don't know they put they have the most points in the league. They put up like 40 on average. <laughs> They're okay. He's dumb. He's not bad. He's just an idiot. Which they can take advantage of. Uh, Geno Smith did. Geno Smith beat they don't have a defense. What do you they do don't. with this game? It's all kinds of angles, all kinds of wrong know, angles. The New England's quarterback is a bag of kettle chips. <laughs> He's not a even a human person. I like the voodoo zappies, the one that's like the flavor you don't even know what it is. Yeah. It's a little yeah, sweet, but it's mostly spicy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going nuts and I'm picking the Patriots. Oh, Ooh, yeah. I home. just don't trust these Lions. They are man. at home. They, they are at keep home. Doing it to us, these Lions. We thought they're supposed to be good. They Hard Knocks had us in a fucking spell, and we need to break ourselves out of this spell and realize that the real world is run by grumpy ass Bill Belichick. Did you see him punt that errant Rogers pass just into the stands? 
he he uh, Rogers threw away a ball and it kind of landed at Belichick's or Belichick's feet, and he just in just in stride boots it and it pretty nice little boot. It was kind of like a drop kick. Yeah. Um, He's full of emotion. He He is fucking (laughs) raging now. He is finally letting it all hang out. This is the bill we all wanted to see. It's true. Seahawks at Saints. Smitty versus shitty. True or false? Saints were a double doink away from saving their season in London. Yeah. True. Okay. False. They don't have a season. What are they doing out there? (laughs) Hey, we have their first round pick, too. So every time the Saints lose, the Eagles... We're going to have a top five pick currently right now in the draft next season. Loaded. Two first round picks next season, no matter what. You got to love it. And whatever. Uh, So I'm rooting for the Seahawks. Give me the Seahawks. Raise your hand if you had Geno Smith on the winning end of a 48-45 shootout. Like, come on. No chance in hell. Your number one receiver had to take a shit. Yep. (laughs) He got carded. (laughs) Carded to take a shit. I, Lamar Jackson could actually learn something from this dude. I mean, you have the oh, resources. Right. If you're going to take a shit, don't just walk gingerly towards the the tunnel. You need to get a ride, get right up next to the toilet, and get that ride back. It's like Uber for shits. Schuber? No, that ain't quite it. Uh, I'm picking the Saints. Oh. Yeah. Give me I am, them ain'ts. I ain't picking them. Uh, I mean, it's it's Andy Dalton. <laughs> and you know what? Geno Smith, can we give him a little bit of love? This should have been a one-sentence game, and we should have been done talking about it a long time yeah. ago. But Geno Smith has had a f- real good season. I don't know if you guys, if you're following enough football people online, you'll see all those charts with the line that goes up and a bunch of dots around the mm-hmm. line. He's up at yeah. the top of the dots. He's where yeah. all the good dots are. If I He's, wasn't in D.C. right now, I would be wearing my Geno Smith Jets jersey on this screen. He's just not fucking the game up for him. And now, and in two games, he's actually played really well. And the other two, he's not turning the ball over. He's not ruining, you, you know, fumbling snaps like we've seen many other quarterbacks do this season. He's just playing fine, which is what they want. He's doing, he's winning, he's playing winning football. So good for Geno Smith. Uh Next game, this is a one-sentence game. It's been demoted to... Actually, it's not. What? There's some angles here. Dolphins at Jets. The Milf Hunter versus Teddy Two Gloves. I'm taking the Jets in this game, but this is a fun one. They're both... What are they? Three and one versus two and two. The Jets could actually leapfrog the Dolphins in the division. Or I guess the Bills are there too. Shit. The Jets are frisky. We said last week... Can you imagine, close your eyes and imagine, Zach Wilson, savior. He still has that chance. 1-0. You can't, you can't give that same credence to uh, Teddy Two Gloves. He's had it rough. He's, had a, he's hopped around. He's been back up. He's, you know, he had that horrible knee injury. Cost mm-hmm. him potentially a, a decent career in Minnesota. Now he's just one of these journeymen like Tyrod. We don't know where he is from season to season. He deserves a little love. He deserves something. And the Dolphins, they fucked up with the whole Tua thing. They made it so that everybody's looking at him. Everybody is feeling negative towards the Dolphins now when just that week before, everybody was hard for him. Yep. 
I mean, why are we? Super hard. They they want that comeback game, and they've got the Jets in front of them. Pshaw, give me the Dolphins. Wow. Where's the game? New York City. Give me them Jets. I got too much Jets gear in my closet to not hey. pick the Jets. Robert Sala is keeping receipts. He's two and two. He's got his quarterback back. They're feeling themselves. You got Tyreek. You got Jalen Waddle. Neither of those guys are hurt. They love taking short passes to the house. And they've got a defense. They've got cornerbacks. And guess who loves throwing interceptions? Milf Hunter. This is the Brees Hall game. This is the <laughs> Brees Hall breakout game. Uh, okay, next up, Falcons at Bucks. The Flying Hawaiian versus Patrick Bateman himself. This actually is for the divisional lead. Both these teams are two and two, surprisingly. True or false, Atlanta can make the playoffs. You know what? True. I saw a guy wearing a Falcons hat this weekend, and <laughs> he seemed okay. So I'm going to go with true. But I'm definitely uh, picking the Bucks in this game. Are you crazy? Yeah, I mean, it's technically true. Everyone can make the playoffs at this point. It's it's not impossible for any team. Is anyone un undefeatable? What do you call it? How, when you're defeated? No, because, uh, the Texans have a tie, but they haven't right, won a game. They got that tie, so nobody's got the big nothing, and so yeah. everybody's still in play. Even the Texans, even the Falcons. But yeah, I mean, Tom Brady is pissed. He's frowny. He just lost to Patrick Mahomes, made him look like the black swan out there. That's his, my wife came up with this reference last night. I loved it. It's a classic black swan. The young guy coming up, taking mm. your job, making you go insane. He played well last night, too. He went like, what, like 40 for 45 for like 350 or some shit? They had it was they once ran the game was times. out of hand. Yeah. yeah. They had they were had a 20 point 21 point deficit and could only run the ball a few times before they had to start just chucking it up to Mike Evans over and over again. I mean, to their credit, the Chiefs answered every one of those scores until like the very very end, but Tom did what he had to do in the second half. Like he they, they their offense looked really good. So yeah. I just liked watching Legarius Sneed smack the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm picking the Falcons in this game. All right. I don't know why. Because you love to lose. You love no, to I just over. The, the I Bucks. want my I want my hundred dollar gift card to be Long John Silvers. You know, what, there's one in my town. I could go stop, pick it up right now. I would love that. Get it freeze dried. Send it over here. Make sure they include the barnacles. You know oh, what the I'm talking crun- about? The little crunchlets. Barn Falcons, you damn right. Rush, the Falcons' rushing attack looked really good. They didn't even have Cordero Patterson. Mariota does just enough. He can extend drives, get first downs with his legs, and then you have the Bucks. I know they looked really good offensively in the second half, but I don't know. There's still something off. I don't trust it. Madness. I think Godwin's kind of banged up. You got Cole Beasley running around out there. Like, come on, give me the Falcons. Uh, Titans at Commanders. Over the Hill versus Carson Pence. Oh, the Jamel dilemma. His Titans versus his Commanders. <laughs> they the Titans come to town exactly when Derrick Henry starts to look like himself. What timing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have picked the Commanders two weeks in a row. 
knowing they were going to lose. And this feels like the most winnable game of the three. So I'm picking the Titans. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the Titans are starting to look good. The commander's defense looks real bad. And I don't know what to say about the commanders that's particularly positive. I mean, I'm sorry, Jamel. I I mean, I I guess on one hand, it's good because you're you can just go back into the loving embrace of your Titans. But yeah, luckily for me, I am the co-host of a comedy NFL podcast. It's probably (laughs) good that my team is the worst they've ever been. That's just true. for ratings and stuff, you know. And you know, we're getting feedback, at least I am, about my cockiness annoying our listeners. So, you know, we need that balance with your team being so terrible. It, it really helps us humanize. Tighten up. Who you got, Danny? Talk oh, you to know me. I got the Titans. You know the Titans are gonna win this game by three points. It's gonna feel like an awful slog. Thank God it's during the day where we barely have to watch it. Yeah. And I just I watched the, Dan. Yeah. I mean, I, sorry, go ahead. But I just watched you type something disgusting. I typed C O M M A N D E R S into Hardigan's pick column on our spreadsheet. Yeah. Crazy. I got to get some of these points back. Uh, I think Ron Rivera is playing for his job or he's coaching for his job. Carson Wentz. Can you please stop uh, talking about the command? You picked them. Just let's move on. Sunday late games, afternoon, Niners at Panthers, Jimmy Crack Corn versus Baker Baker, turnover maker. True or false, the Panthers are a lost cause. True. Yeah, they're bad. They can't even make DJ Moore happen. I mean, God damn this fantasy team I picked. It is really rough watching these commanders or these. uh, Sorry. Did it again, Jamel. It's just they seep over into other games. Uh, It's okay. But you know what? Here's a ray of sunshine. You're not as bad as the Panthers. They are fucking bad. I agree. I think that the the commandments would beat the Panthers. The Pan- Matt Rule's getting fired either this week or after this Niners-Panthers game. So look forward to that. That's going to be fun. I don't know who their interim coach will be. Just let Baker coach the field or, uh, or the team or Sir Purr. Who gives a shit? The Panthers are terrible. So give me the Niners in that game. Uh, I'll take the Ninos for sure. El Ninos. Okay, next up we got Eagles at Cardinals. Hurt so good versus Scrappy Doo. I mean, should I just should we talk about it? Look, I'm taking the Cardinals. <laughs> I that does bear some conversation, I guess, but uh, it's the the Eagles still are not a good second half team. They are hmm. among the best teams, but Combine the fact that with the fact that they're slow after halftime and the Cardinals and the Cardinals don't start playing until after halftime. Great. I think we're going to see something. I think we're going to see some exciting second half action. If the Cardinals want to pull within nine in the fourth quarter to keep it interesting, I would love to see it. I mean, look, you saw Kyler do his little dance around against the Raiders and made some things his- happen. He did. And then last week I saw his little dance uh, chewing out his coach and just being, be, you know, showing up his coach. Just really bizarre antics from Kyler on the sideline. The plays weren't coming in fast enough or something. I mean, 
that team loves to lose yards. They bats like snaps over the guy's head. I know he's short or just running backwards and fucking holding calls or guys downfield. It they're a joke. The I mean, funniest, that's another coach that can get fired. Well, he can't because they just committed to both of them in the offseason. Did they really? Huge extensions. Oh, my God. So this is going to be a thing for the foreseeable future. And unfortunately, another thing for the foreseeable future we're going to have to deal with is the Eagles being undefeated because you guys just keep getting these fucking soft patty cake schedules. I so, keep hearing that. And then they're like, Oh, the Cowboys hard games that are coming up. They got to play the Jags. They got to play the Vikings. And I'm like, didn't we just beat both those teams? But we have the soft schedule. So sure. But, uh, you know, we had the red hot Jags come to town. Doug Peterson, they built a 14-0 lead. Our team proves uh, yet we have other ways to win. We can come back. The circumstances don't need to be perfect. The weather doesn't need to be perfect. Uh, Hey, Jalen Hurts isn't the only way we can move the ball we can run it down your fucking throat like we did last year damn yes you like the eagles we know the eagles are winning this game yes oh i you know it's great this that was such a perfect game because now in the postseason if we if we somehow get down 14 to 3 against the packers or something we know we can come back you just say hey guys we've been here before you're playing the cardinals it's the cardinals this week yeah. Cowboys at Rams, Cooper, Pooper, Scooper versus the staff infection. This is the end of the road for Cooper Rush, finally. Give me the Rams. Yeah, let's ram it. <laughs> I Can I just ask, what are we so convinced about the Rams that they are nothing? Going, that they're Almost good? nothing. I mean, we're, we, you know, we're, we're mid game. We're, we're trying to figure out how this is going to go you know we're we're letting the cat out of the bag we don't know yet we're doing this podcast out of necessity at this time but it is important to point out that no matter how good the rams may end up looking at the end of this game i don't believe in them that much because they've got a very sickening super bowl hangover that's much like the covid that i just tested negative for today hey it can be debilitating and once you're out of it you're not totally out of it. You still got some phlegm. Give me the Cowboys. I'm taking the Rams because I think the Rams have the refs on their side. I think there's a directive from the NFL head offices that was like, look, keep these boys safe. The Rams have to make the playoffs. They have too many marquee guys. So Dude, hell they, or high water. They got Cooper I'm, Cup. Who else? They are got they, what other receivers? Aaron Donald. They got? I mean, what other I'm running team they got? Jalen Ramsey. Aaron Donald, Matt Stafford. The little Caesars guy, Stafford, the little Caesars guy has to make the playoffs. Stafford's eating shit out there and Cooper Rush is outplaying him. And I would say that the better defense at the moment, despite those two very good players, is the Dallas Cowboys. I agree. Cowboys do, Cowboys do have a good defense. But McVay is also a character. You have to just put him among the five Rams superstars. They got stars. On their that's team. what I'm saying, and the and the league is going to make sure that they're going to be all right, man. Mike they is can't... a star. Yeah, that's true. Okay, Trevon Sunday Diggs. night. All right, Sunday night AFC North battle: Bengals at Ravens. Joe Cool versus the long lost sixth Jackson brother. If you've learned one thing about this Ravens season, just never turn the game off that they're playing in because there's a good chance they're going to blow a lead or they're going to come back. 
Marcus Peters is being held back, screaming <laughs> at Coach Harbaugh. Love it. True or false, the Ravens are choking away the AFC North. They could easily be 4-0. They should be running away with this shit. Well, this is their – they're paying the price for not paying Lamar in the offseason. Yep. They're 0-2 at home. So since signing Edgar and Allen, who are both – who are at the home games, they're 0-2 at home. Both blown leads. It's sitting right there. You shouldn't have done it. The Raven still, is on the door. I'm still going to take the Ravens because the, the Bengals, I mean, what are they? What are they besides also mid? <laughs> it's true. The entire division is under is 500 or under. Most of it is 500, but then they, you've got the shitty Steelers who are one and three. It's a weird division. Anything can happen. Deshaun's going to come back at some point, throw a, another dick into the fire it's not it's it is mid it is the division of mid and give me the Bengals. hey i am taking the Bengals as well they play they played on thursday night they have that extra rest i think they might have gotten right they've won two games in a row they figured some things out the ravens i'd be a little bit not panicked, but th- there's some question marks going on over there. I, they look like the best team in the league at for half the game, every game. I love um, some good Marcus Peters antics, too. He was a chief. Yeah. He threw his shoe into the stands at the Jets game. He also makes some great plays. But, man, that guy is, is I would say, on the level of emotion as an 11-year-old me was playing Mortal Kombat 2 and losing <laughs> 30 straight times to Baraka. I was losing my mind, and Marcus Peters should, <laughs> is doing the same thing, but in front of a national audience on a football field. And, Jamel, I promise I'll make this brief, but what the Ravens do in second half of games is why I'm so excited about the Eagles in second half of games. Yeah, it, sure, could, be worse. it could be worse. It just could be worse. Okay, uh, Monday night. Raiders at Chiefs, the Carpocalypse versus Patrick the Great. The Chiefs back on primetime. But love it or hate it, Danny, the Raiders do tend to make it fun against this team. They lost 41-9 to the last time we played. <laughs> what is everybody's collective amnesia about us play- them playing us tough? It's ridiculous. We just wax these dudes every single time we play, no matter where it is. We just wax their asses now maybe there's maybe you guys are remembering two seasons ago when there were some close games that's all well and good it's not what's currently going on with these raiders they basically just threw Devontae adams onto a pile of excrement and just are letting him sink into it he is not elevating it that's for sure it is not a good situation over there they Beat the Broncos, which thank God, because they're even worse. But I mean, you're telling me that with Patrick Mahomes at home under the lights, doing what he's doing to Tom Brady, that Derek Carr is going to come and bring the pain? And their defense sucks. Yeah, it's got to be the Chiefs. The Chiefs look, you know, like uh, Mahomes threw a pick because he was actually playing around. He was. <laughs> It seemed like it. He wasn't even trying. It was fun. It was a fun time. 
And I, I think the good times are going to continue. I am still wary of playing against the Bills. I think that's a loss. I think our team gets up for these division games. We pl- we plan for them during the off season. They're the big emphasis. I think we kind of believe that Bills game is going to potentially be a loss, and so we need to gear up with more wins. So I think this is where the real prep is coming. Andy Reid's going to get into his bag. Ooh, and what a okay. bag it is. So you just said you're afraid the Bills would probably beat this team. So true or false, last true or false, the Chiefs are the best team in the AFC. True. We just need okay. to get to the playoffs and we will prove it. Yeah, it's true. They let Chris Jones line up wherever he wants as long as that's happening. Yeah. Y'all are pretty good. We got a defense, boys. We might be on a crash course towards each other. It's it's so early. It's so early. So let's just move on to our mailbag before we say anything too stupid. You've got mail. Every single week. Sorry we love football headquarters. Gets packages, envelopes, this, that, and the other thing. And we read them. Just one per episode. Sorry, guys. We're trying to get to these things. We just reach to the bottom of the bag. So there's some backlog. Danny, do you have a letter? Or a package. I do. And it's funny you mentioned the bottom of the bag because that's exactly wherein I reached to come up with this letter. So here we go. It's just, it's, it was, it was an odd choice that I decided to make. Uh, Oh, oh boy. This is interesting. So this is from Cooper Rush. Hey. As we were just talking about him. Hey guys, love the show. No offense, Danny, but I'm an especially big fan of Dan and Jamel. So I wanted to direct this question to them. I know that you both are super knowledgeable about the game and you put a lot of effort into what you do. So I put an equal amount of thought into what I would ask you if my letter happened to get read on the air. Mm. So here it is. Fellas, I am dying to know. How do my nuts taste? Seriously, (laughs) not a joke. It would help me out tremendously to find out from you two how you'd characterize the flavor of my sweaty nutsack upon your tongues. Do the loose crimson pubes I'm leaving in your mouths as I teabag you both affect the flavor? That's something else I'm curious about. As I anxiously await your response to my testicle mouth inquiry, I'm going to go out and win some more games. But I look forward to hearing back soon. P.S. Enclosed in this letter is a pack of big red gum to help cover up your ball breath so you don't stink up your mics while picking Carson Wentz to win again. Peace, dudes. Signed, the new Red Rifle. Man, his nuts uh, uh, probably taste like shit, dude. Fuck that, dude. <laughs> you, probably, you probably use Dr. Squatch soap, you bum ass. Nah, actually, you know what they probably taste like now? It's probably like G2, like red G2. Gatorade. I, I was picturing like Jerry Jones's butt is kind of maybe what they nuts. Well, sure. How did he get his nuts on his butt? <laughs> Stuck the full nut into Jerry's butt. Yeah, he packed Just, his oh, nuts. Nut to butt. Yeah, nut right. to butt. Yeah, exactly. There's a term for it. I think it's it's one of those sex terms that you hear about in middle school, like hot Carl mm. and stuff like that, that like nobody ever does, but is still yeah. widely spoken about. <laughs> yeah, I mean Cooper Rush is three and zero, and it tastes like shit. I don't know what his nuts taste like, but his record 
I think which is four and zero actually. Tastes disgusting. I mean, is Dak even coming back? You could just make. What's this... the rush? What's no the pun rush? intended? I, I think that's very it's, intended. It's, it's it's Cooper Rush. What a what a what a way to put a bow on it. Why rush him back? The team just keeps winning. It, you know when Dak comes back and they lose, even though Dak's clearly better than Cooper Rush, that's going to be the whole storyline. Mm, that's all I got to say. Oh, you're leaning Cooper. Let's just see what happens. You know, it's a long season. Interesting. Do you think one of these guys is trade bait for a team that needs a quarterback now? I mean, everybody needs a fucking quarterback. All the like half of your picks this week needed a quarterback. Yeah, and you picked true. him anyway. We got we got loser ass Teddy Bridgewater <laughs> starting. <laughs> we got fucking what's his, what's Zappy's first name? Bailey Zappy. Bailey Zappy is starting a football game this week. <laughs> that is not made up. Uh, okay, okay. Let me. I got a letter here. I'm just gonna open up this envelope real quick. Oh, it's it's from uh, Cardinals. Defensive end, J.J. Watt. Uh, J.J. Watt writes, Hey guys, big fan of the show. Uh, As most of you know, somebody leaked some personal information about me that was reported on before last week's game. I went into AFib on Wednesday and had my heart shocked back into rhythm so I could play in last week's game. No big deal. My name is Watt after all. And just so you know, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and get ahead of it. Here's some other stuff I've done to my body in order to get ready for game day. (laughs) Just so there's no news about this. I once had Russell Wilson perform a reverse exorcism to place a demon inside of me. (laughs) Criticize all you want, but that is when I got my Defensive Player of the Year award. I also once tried acupuncture needles in my face, and I wanted to play like that, sort of like Pinhead from Hellraiser, but the helmet wouldn't fit over my head, so I had to bail on that. Another time I beat the shit out of a goth guy in a Burger King parking lot who was wearing a black Jaguars jersey. We lost the next week. Uh, I did semen retention for a full season. Would not recommend. I did a soul transformation with TJ after he got hurt earlier this season. Borrowed some of his youth. No big deal. I'll give it back when he's healthy. Oh, and I also did pierce my ears once. I do like that. So there. It's all out there now. No more surprises. Signed, J.J. Watt. What was the piercing, you think? Was yeah. it Was it the Claire's, drippy cross? Did, yeah, yeah. He did. No, he didn't do drippy. He put a extra, he put the hoop like, but high up. You know? Ooh, oh, yeah. yeah. My wife like did. Like the boy band shit? Yeah, yeah. J.J. Yeah. <laughs> has that boy band face kind of in the hair. Yeah, I could he, see it. He'd be like the A.J., like the ugly one who's who's the leader, sort of. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the story was J.J. Watt shocked his heart before this week's Panthers game. Oh, we so. know. Which... Nice, nice work. I mean, <laughs> Is that yeah. a thing? <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Uh, Jamal, do you have a letter? I wonder how Tyrod Taylor feels about all this. Anyway, okay. Um, oh, yeah. Here we go. I got, I got, I got a letter from um, Dookie Blaylock. Looks like it's from um, NFL headquarters. Uh, Hi, guys. Dookie Blaylock here. I'm a big fan of the show. And you might not know this. I'm also the head of NFL inclusive marketing. 
Some of you may have uh, thought to yourself during the Sunday night game, hey, what's up with those flags on Bill Belichick and Matt Patricia's jackets? Well, I'm happy to announce October is White Heritage Month. That's right, folks. We received your letters and took action. All October, coaches will be letting us know what kind of white guys they are with flags on their chest or pants or wherever they choose. Every stadium is going to be serving green bean casserole. And we sent Pam Oliver to prison. She's not locked up, technically. We just have her covering fights for DAZN. Point is, we're putting fans first, and we're getting things done. We've removed all the rap from pregame. There's going to be 300% more Mumford and Sons played in every stadium. So enjoy, folks. Get your white on. <laughs> oh. White out? We're going to do a white out for the month? Yeah, yeah. Is that why the Bengals wear those jerseys? That was like the, the kickoff? It was. I think that might have been like a little, because they've been kind of teasing it. It's kind of like a slow mm. rollout. Well, I'm an ally. That's the kind of white guy I am. So I don't know what the, fi- <laughs> what the color is for that. <laughs> uh, did you guys see, you just not completely football detached but kanye west and candace owens did wear white lives matters t-shirts today it's all over the internet so i think they're celebrating very That's, cool i'm telling you super <laughs> very cool <laughs> it's just nice that they're showing their allyship as well we need it <laughs> dudes in air white people they're finally back <laughs> After a long thought? break. Yeah, yeah. After a long break. Jamel's <laughs> final thought on the week. Dudes and white people finally back after a long, mm-hmm. long nap. Uh, my final thought. I'm for, I'm not going to pretend like I'm not thoroughly enjoying this Eagles team. I'm having a great time. <laughs> I'm sorry that it sucks for you guys to have to see me so happy. But uh, man, is this sweet. Well, thank it's really you. nice. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> Uh, Danny, final thoughts? Uh, you know, I, I just want to find out where to send the Oscar or the Emmy or the Clio Award or what have you to Andy Reid for his masterful acting performance in the State hey. Farm commercial. Welcome to the big time. Welcome to Hollywood. Big Red. That's real. He was good. He was damn good. Guy can deliver nah. a joke. Amazing it- timing. He put the classic shirt on. He had the eyeballs. He kind of eyeball acted a little bit. He sort of, he, I mean, he was funnier than Mahomes. I agree. Funnier than Rogers. Well, we all know the funny Mahomes in that family is Jackson. And come on. That's real. <laughs> That's my final thought. Sorry for bringing up Jackson Mahomes so late in the show. Uh, and sorry, I didn't mention the Potomac Panthers winning homecoming earlier. Go Panthers. Let's, let's go. Sorry. Sorry.